BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Okay, you guys, as you know, it's been Hilaria, Hilarias. It's been crazy. I've been obsessed with the HB2 drama, but I wanted today's podcast to be more about my obsession and the fact that I think it's funny and that she is my HB2. I wanted to understand the other aspects of it. And I thought, who better than Liliana Vasquez of E? And she's a host. She's a style expert. And she's a Hilaria expert now. Are you not? <laughs> I mean, thanks to you and Lenny Briscoe, I am now, I think, going to add Hillary expert to my resume. I mean, who knew that in just the course of 10 days, I would know so much about someone who I knew so little about just two weeks ago. Okay. First question. Were you following her before the drama? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I knew of her. I have like a strange connection to Alec Baldwin. I have a very close friend who actually dated Alec right before Hillary. I know. Look at your your face. You're like, oh god, oh. You when you give me a little bit of juice, like it, it's all it takes. I just need a sip. So I, I'm familiar with him because they dated. It was brief, but it was you know it was intense. And so I knew of her because this was the woman that he dated right after. Like one of my closest friends dated him, and you know that as girls, like. We get obsessed with like whoever our person is dating next and all of the friends know. So I knew of her then. And I also knew of her because I lived in New York and I have friends that are like super into fitness. And I actually have friends that took her yoga class back in the day when she was still teaching. So I know of her and she obviously was a correspondent on extra. She's in my world. So I knew of her, but I had never met her personally. And I, I didn't follow her on Instagram because you know, my husband and I don't have kids and I'm not really that much into fitness. So there was no reason for me to follow her other than the world had heralded her like a power Latina. But if you thought of her, like when you wait, wait first of all, is your friend uh, Spanish or Latina or anything like no, that? Not at all, which makes, okay. which makes me understand why they broke up. Cause apparently he has, he has some like Latina fetish that started with Selma Hayek and ended well, not ended with, but ended up with 
Hillary, who is not Latina. So his I love how you're going to commit to her OG name. You're like, I am playing around. <laughs> no, her name. Her name is Hillary. No, but Liliana. OK, Boston. we're going to go there. We're going to go there. But she did legally change her name. I mean, we can make fun of her. Yes. We can say she's not Spanish. We'll go down the thing. Yes. She, she, it's offensive to, to a lot of people. But I could change my name right now to whatever banana hammock, you know? Yeah, you could be. I mean, think about it. Like, I'm in L.A. right now. Half the people that live in L.A. don't use their real names. Right. So that's why I am. Obviously, I'm I'm, I'm kidding about it. But but people that want to call her Hillary. I mean, yes, she is. That's who she is. But she could. She's the fact that she was entitled to change her name legally to whatever she wants. Obviously, Absolutely. obviously, we know. But it's so wild because I'm the same way. Knew of her. Never followed. Also not into like, I mean, I have a baby now, but a, a woman with five kids and that does yoga all day. Also, it's wild now looking at the posts of the yoga and heels and the wild pregnancy posts and the post-pregnancy. I think that's when things popped up for my, my feed is when it would pop up like post-pregnancy body. Yeah, and I really paid attention when Amy Schumer, you know, completely trolled her on on Instagram. I follow Amy. I think she's hilarious. Hilarious. And when I saw that, I was like, wait, that's not Amy. And then I was like, oh my God, that's right. This is, you know, and by the way, like clearly what Hilaria Hillary is doing in her real life is working. Like her body's like, most people have never had that body in their teens and twenties. Yeah. And she has it in her thirties after five kids. You can't take that away. Like whatever she's doing works. And if I were into fitness, trust me, like that would be motivation. Like, if trust me, like I'm in, I just, I just like pizza and I like gluten. So it's just not going to work out for me very well. No, it's insane. And speaking of Amy Schumer, most people, I think, a lot of people jumped into this when it was already exploding. Mm-hmm. And what I always said when people were like, wait, what happened? I'm like, I'm not going to break it down. I didn't save a freaking Hillary highlight. You do the work. You read Lenny Briscoe's, you know, Twitter thread. I'm not saving that shit so you can. No, 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 no. Also, I'm scared of Alec and I'm not documenting anything. Wait, are you legit scared of Alec Baldwin? I'm legit scared of Alec Baldwin. What do you think he's going to do? to you? No. <laughs> no. Because I've now gone on national television and told the world that she is appropriating a culture. So yeah. should I be scared? Well, no, I'm obviously being like a little bit funny, but like at the end of the day, what I do mean is that people do need to do the work. Like people love highlights, easy things. Like there is so much information on Hil- Hilaria that I can't like you need to go. First of all, a lot of people were getting credited. And I always said I didn't deep dive this shit. I didn't find any of this shit. It started on like Reddit, you know, like yeah, like years ago, right? Years ago. If you go to like or like there's like a DC blog, there, there's all this shit. And then there's Lenny Briscoe on Twitter, which like come forward, woman. Tell us who you are. She has like a catamaran. She's scared of Alec, too. I mean, this is a real thing. Like she said in that New York Times article with Katie Roseman that she didn't want to come forward because she is scared of Alec. And I guess if you look at his past behavior, like, I mean, the voicemail to his daughter, like the punching for the parking space, he definitely has a temper. Yeah. But 
I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I'm, I'm unafraid, hun. I mean, I'm unafraid. That's amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. I think that was my excuse for not like adding to highlight. And people were like, oh my God, we get it. So I was like, I'm afraid of Alec. Also, was his video not scary to you at all? So that was that that was scary. Like the deep, like look into the trust. No. First of all, Liliana, consider the source. Are you kidding? That's my new tagline. I think that about everything, everything I do now, I'm considering sources. I mean, in your line of work too, I mean, you, you're a host for, you have to consider the source. I mean, he's not wrong. No, it's not wrong. And I actually love what you said and the stance that you took, not like about being scared of Alec, but for people to do their own work and their own research here, because you will ultimately come to your own conclusion about what this is really about, whether or not she's actually, you know, like a pathological liar, you know, is this really that big of a deal? And like, where's all this information coming from? So I, I applaud you for asking people to do that because I think oftentimes in this like super fast internet Twitter world that we live in, you read like 10 tweets and you're like, oh, a hundred percent. She's wrong. Yeah. But if you really like do the work, you're going to start to see that you know, there are countless videos and just so much evidence. Yeah. That no, with her, with that. her, there's no, I tried, believe me, a lot of my followers were like, Amanda, no, like I, I was like, maybe she, yeah. you know, maybe, and no, there's absolutely no excuse. There's absolutely no, um, what's the word? Like there's, it's not like iffy. It's like a hundo, <laughs> very black and white. She's not Spanish. Yeah as we all know, but I did try because as you said, it is easy. I didn't want to just base it off one thing. I watched every single thing people sent me. Like I said, I, I didn't uncover anything myself and, and neither did a lot of people on Instagram that, that were given credit in a lot of places, which kind of annoyed me too. I saw that. That was, that was wrong. That's not okay. We all know where this started. Lenny Briscoe, you are our Hillary Hilaria queen. We salute you and thank you. Thank you for making this the greatest week between Christmas and New Year's that I could have ever dreamed. Listen, of. so th- so I love how you can see that, too, that it was that obviously it's still entertaining. You know, we can't we're not only like either of you don't have to either be offended and see it that way or be like me, like entertain. I was just fascinated. I could, that's what I was saying. Do the work when like my mom would be like, wait, what happened? I'm like, where do I start? Like, how do I? How did I explain this? To, that's why I'm saying you have to see it yourself. You have to read it. You have to, you have to, you have to see it because like if I told my husband, he's like, wait, so she just was like doing a Spanish accent. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like he, right. like you need to really, were you not blown away by every single piece of new? It's, you know, it's incredible. Like she left us like a buffet of evidence. She's the source, Alec. That's the problem. Your wife is the source yeah. of the evidence. Yeah. So we're only considering her right. because she, you know, she is, and this is what I've discovered in, in my own research, you know, over the years. I mean, she is like the walking, talking definition of an overshare. That's great because I know that people on Instagram love people to share every ounce of their life. It's part of the influencer world. It's why, you know, we feel connected to strangers on the internet is because they share every detail of their life. If you are sharing an authentic life, then that works for Mm. you. But when you start to share things that are not true or that don't start to add up, what you have to remember is that every post and every tweet and every video that you have left will live 
for eternity wow. on the internet for the internet sleuths to unearth and mine. Wow. And that's what happened with her. She, I mean, we're still coming up with videos. And I, mean, I saw yesterday when she was doing like the handstand on Fallon, you know, it's just, there's everything that she did is supporting her fraudulent narrative that she created over the last decade. We're not making any of this up. You are serving it up for us, like on a silver platter to just devour. So I remember telling you guys about ritual when I was pregnant because I took it as a prenatal. Now I'm taking rituals postnatal. It's important to take while you're pregnant a vitamin for you and the baby. And also, obviously, after you give birth for you and the baby. But ritual makes a vitamin for everyone. There is a multivitamin as well as a prenatal, as well as a postnatal, like I said. Ritual is just, it's just the best. It just stands out above the rest. It has none of those sugars, GMOs, fillers, artificial colors, animal byproducts that so many other vitamins have. And, you know, it's so easy to go to the pharmacy and just pick up the cheapest vitamin. But do you know, like, what's in it and what you're putting in your body? With Ritual, you do. First of all, you literally see it. The capsules are so gorgeous and the the packaging is so nice. You literally can see through the capsule and see everything that's in there. It's a vegan-friendly formula and it's just made with the key nutrients in forms that your body can use. No shady stuff, no fish burps. You literally don't get that with Ritual. They also have this little mint tab in the container that keeps everything soupy, Doopy fresh. They are delivered to your door every month with free shipping. You can always snooze, cancel, start the subscription at any point. And if you don't love Ritual, after you try your first month, they'll refund your first order. Okay. They have everything for women, men, teens, uh, multivitamin, prenatal, like I said. Every one of their vitamins are scientifically developed to help support us at our different life stages. It's so important to take a vitamin and Ritual makes it easy. Just choose what's best for you and you'll get all the nutrients that you need. This is this is really the brand to go with. Okay, you guys, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months by going to ritual.com slash not skinny. Again, you guys, that's 10% off your first three months of ritual. You just have to go to ritual.com slash not skinny to start your ritual today. Hey friends, my name is Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. Now, every article that comes out, which I do want to talk to you about some recent celebrity news stuff, but it's like sources say so. And I just can't. I have it in my head. It's running in my head. And like we said, he is right. Not about his wife, because she is the source. Nobody was like this person said it's all her saying. (laughs) It's a first person account of a lie. (laughs) It's incredible. It's incredible. But 
listen, his message is not wrong. And again, it, it's great. I mean, that's something that we do every day at E when we're pushing a story out. Like we have to fact check this by like 10 different people and cross-reference those checks to make sure that we go on air with something that's yeah. accurate. So I, I appreciate his encouragement to, to consider the source. It's important that we do that. And that's what I did too, by the way. Like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, this was, because my first impression of this and often is this when I see people like ganging up on a woman is, oh, this is like Twitter mob mentality. And I don't like that. Like I am not here for like a cyber internet bully workshop. Like that is not okay. And it's never okay. I don't care if someone's, you know, wrong. Like you shouldn't do that. But when I started reading all the sources and started fact checking all that, I, of course, because I'm in this industry, have my own sources, right? So I went to journalists and editors at Ola, at Latina, my friends that have taken her, her yoga class to kind of pull my own information. And I can tell you that with the people I spoke with, the question had come up over and over again from editors and researchers at these publications. And every time those concerns were raised to a publicist or a member of the Hilaria team, they weren't addressed. So they were out there pushing this narrative and not making any kind of correction or concession along the way. So to play dumb and say, oh, well, you know, they ran with that. I'm sorry, that is not how publishing works. And that is not how publishing works at Ola. It's not how publishing works at Latina. It's just not how the industry functions. And they know that. But at the same time, Ola is not going to ask you for your birth certificate, obviously. No. Like if you're going to say you're Spanish and your team says you're Spanish, no one's going to be like, Right. If they had said she yeah. was Turkish, would they just have let that run? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. You can just, just sub in anything absurd for Spanish, you know? Yeah. But they just let it run because they were driving the lies. They were the ones pushing it. Why? Why would they be the ones pushing it? Because I feel like when you're on a team with someone like it, by the way, it's all top down. Like she's at the very top of that pyramid. Right. But if you work for her, and you've been told that she's Spanish, she's from Spain, and this, right. this is the brand that we are pushing, then that is the brand that the team pushes, right? It's like, okay, Liliana, you know, if you want to be a wellness influencer, like, is that who you want to be? What do you do? Yes, I am. I'm a wellness and health influencer. And we are leading with like all of the healthy food that I eat, all the exercises that I do, all the meditation. That's how you build a brand, you know, digitally and socially. I mean, that's what she was doing. She was building this wellness influencer mommy brand. So everybody had the brand points like that is not something small. And you have to remember, like, she's not some girl that's trying to be an influencer out of like my hometown of like Hearst, Texas. You know, I mean, right. she, she's married to one of the biggest names in Hollywood. She's represented by the biggest agency in Hollywood. Um, when she said that she doesn't. Uh, oh, uh, I don't talk to them. OK, sure. <laughs> like CAA, you guys, I'm sure everyone has heard of that talent agency. And again, CAA, like if I, okay, I go, I want to be represented. I come in and I say, Hey, you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm American, but I'm also half Israeli. They're not going to ask for my passport. They're going to believe me that I'm, that I'm Israeli, you know? So, so no one's blaming, like you said, like no one, no one can blame her agency or, or all these other places because people fact check, but you're not going to ask for again, for a birth certificate. If someone says they're from, it's just, it's, it's wild. It, it, it's wild and it just, and it makes no sense. And the weirdest thing 
that I kind of discovered in all this was when I spoke to a friend who had actually taken her class, I said, well, what do you remember most about the class? And she says, the accent. Like it was the thing I remembered most. And this was at the very beginning of, of Alec. I don't know if they were married yet. She didn't give me like an exact date. Now I sound like Hillary in her New York Times interview. I don't know the exact dates. Let's not get into all that. Yeah. She said, you know, what I remember most is, is the prevalence of, of the accent. And I thought, you know, she's beautiful. And she, she was actually, my friend described the class as like really fun, you know, but she remembers the accent. And it was like a full commitment to the accent. By the way, like when you do yoga, like if you're doing like, aren't you out of breath sometimes? Like, you know how hard it is to like do a fake accent when you're out of breath, like skills, skills. Oh my God. I, what you were saying about Amy Schumer, I love her too. She's polarizing to some. I'm obsessed. Like I eat her up with a spoon. I had food poisoning the other day and I was vomiting up my life. And I was just like, Amy Schumer vomited or a whole pregnancy. Like I can get like, I I love her. I, I think about her all the time. So do you, for people that don't know, this started because Amy Schumer for the holidays put up a picture of Hilaria holding their youngest son. She's in underwear and a bra. And Amy put that up and wrote happy holidays for me and Jean, which is Amy's baby. It's so funny that the joke was lost on so many people, including my followers. I'm like, do you got what's wrong with you guys? Like, really? They didn't they didn't think it was funny. so many people didn't get it. Mm. People didn't get it. They're like, wait, I don't get it. I'm like, you don't get it. And I try to give an example. Like, I love Haley Bieber. Right. It's like a, so I put up a picture of Haley Bieber and Justin and I was like, happy holidays for me and my husband. Like, that, I was like, yeah. I was like, that's there. So like a lot of dummies. Hilaria didn't get it. She didn't get the joke. She made a seven minute IGTV. And this is you guys. I watched this because, okay, now I'm remembering. It's all coming back to me. I can't believe that this is like there was my life before, you know? Well, that's what I love about reading your your Instagram. It's like, what was life before Hilaria? I don't, I I don't, I I think we celebrated Christmas. Did we like what happened? Memories. (laughs) Like, I remember I got into the I thought the post was funny and I think I was following it because she took it down, Amy. And then I read an article that she like apologized. And I was like, what? And then I read that people were offended and like making it about body shaming. And I was like, oh, you got give me a break. Uh Body shaming. So I was talking more about that. So then I had to watch her seven minute. She loves really long IGTVs. Um, and I never commit to watching long IG- IGTV. So there is something a little captivating about this woman. You know what I mean? That she yeah. can get you to watch seven minutes of her <laughs> talking. So in the video, she's like, I don't know, like sans accent. Maybe I I mean, I get it. Maybe it's funny. I don't know. That's what she was saying. I'm like, what? This is when I discovered her. I'm like, follow which is weird because that video was what spiraled this whole thing when people were like, wait, she doesn't have an accent, which is weird because she hasn't done the accent in a very long time. But yeah, somehow- I think it's because it just brought so many eyes to her right. in, a, in a new way. So right. maybe, you know, she. I also feel like when they first got married, you know, people have like in Hollywood, they talk about like people having moments, like breakthrough moments, you know, where like people are paying attention to you for X, Y, and Z reason. I feel like, you know, when she was on extra and they first, they had the first like couple babies, you know, like we, there was an awareness about her and that was, 
you know, seven years ago or whenever that was, six years ago. And so we remember her with the accent. And then she kind of, you know, for most of us kind of went away. Like I didn't really pay attention, like I said. But then the Amy Schumer thing, I was like, oh yeah, the Spanish yoga teacher that's married to Alec. But wait, she had an accent last time I heard from her. So I think that's what happened Mm. is that there was a break in awareness around her. So when we came back to her for her seven minute, like I don't get it video, that's when all of us went, oh, whoa, the last time I saw her on Extra and the last time I heard her do an interview, she had a Spanish accent. Where did it go? And I think that's what triggered all of us to start deeper dives into what happened. To Do you accent. think that if she would shut the fuck up and take a joke, this wouldn't have ha- like I. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. She's probably I, so. I mean, if she's an overthinker, I hope that she's like, I hope that she for her. That she's not and that she like, I, don't, I hope ignorance is bliss for her and that I don't know. But could you imagine living with that? Like if I would just. Take it as because you know you took it as a compliment. She put up a fu- a hot body pic of you and was like yeah. basically, you know, aspire wishes, you know, whatever. If you weren't yeah. like, I don't know, like, is it a joke? Then are then- you body shaming me? Like, if she would have just laughed and been like, Yeah, I know, I'm hot and I have five kids. Thanks, Amy. Right, wink, wink. But do you think Amy yeah. is scared of Alec, like me and Lenny Briscoe, because she's. She deleted and she put up a cucumber emoji. She deleted. I actually wonder who Amy's representation is. And nobody, I don't think I've seen that. Like, I don't, is she represented by CAA? Mm. Is she represented by William Morris? Like, who are Amy's agents or, you know, high-powered publicists? And is there any crossover? I'm like, let me, let me write this down. (laughs) Is there any crossover there? Because I do find it interesting that as a comedian, she... I get the first one because I think people started to come after her on that like body shaming thing. And I, and I don't think Amy's a, a, I don't think Amy's about that at all. If you know, like anything about her. Um, so I think I understand the motivation for that. She's like, I just don't want to be a part yeah, of this. I just don't, sometimes you, even if you know that wasn't your intention, you're like, I did this to be funny, but if this is going to be a yeah. headache and a half, then I rather right. not deal yeah. with it. And listen, and women get shit on and we shit on ourselves about our body and insecurity. So like, I don't want to be part of that conversation. And I understand why she may be. And by the way, you're allowed to like take something down. Like you're allowed to like have visibility into how it impacts other people. It's called empathy Mm -hmm. and then go, Oh, that was a bad decision. Mm -hmm. You know? And maybe she did that with the first post, but then she put up a second post and also took that one down. And that's when I was like, has Alex's power extended into Amy's world? And has someone asked her to take it down? I just don't see her as someone who would be scared of Alec Baldwin. Guys, I'm so excited to be drinking again. Honestly, not drinking all my pregnancy. And then at first I was telling you guys that I just didn't feel like drinking when I first had Noah. Uh, like my body wasn't back to itself. It wasn't feeling alcohol. Now I wait, wait for the weekend. I wait for the weekend to have a drink and just feel like my old self again. I am loving usual wines right now. Okay. I love it. Their bottles come in 6.3 ounces. So it's like a heavy pour or like a glass and a half of wine, which is so perfect because, you know, when you open a bottle of wine and I know all my Alki listeners are going to be like, now we finished the whole bottle. Well, you don't always feel like the whole bottle. So it's so nice and so fresh 
to just have that size of a bottle. And then you pour yourself a hefty, hefty glass, Olivia Pope style. All you people who watch Scandal know what I'm talking about. And then you don't have to keep it in the fridge and you just have a fresh bottle of wine. No more flat, bubbly or stale rosé. Also, on top of that, the wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. What more could a girl ask for? You guys know I always drink like a light beer, skinny marg. So usual wines is perfect for me, like made for me. They have a red blend, a rosé and a sparkling white wine. Listen, you guys. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use my discount code NOTSKINNY for $8 off your first order. That's www.usualwines.com. Discount code is NOTSKINNY to get $8 off your first order and your first glass on them. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com. Use my discount code NOTSKINNY for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. So the second post was the hilarious. It was her in like a hat, like in a bathing suit, like a big fluffy, a big fluffy yeah. hat and a bathing suit. And she wrote like, I get it. I also love Spain. Amazing. <laughs> thank God for screenshots. Like, thank God. <laughs> I'm telling you, nothing ever dies on the internet. Nothing like, ever dies. Post it. You're right. I, I wonder if either she was like, wait, because I'm sure, listen, she would get hate about anything she posted. So I wonder, like you said, if it's just the public, if people were like, oh my God, you're insensitive, or if 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 it has to do with more than that. Listen, I'm not sure. I can get why if you're in the industry, I don't know. Does he have connections at SNL? Maybe she wants, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I mean, they both play in the comedy world. I mean, I hope not, but it was to me very interesting that that second post came down because people have really shared their opinion on this. Like public people have shared their opinion and weighed in and been really funny about it. And so for her to take it down, I don't know, or maybe she's like really smart behind the scenes and been like, I only need to throw this up for an hour. Screenshots live forever. My job here is done. You know what I mean? That's true. She also then did like the year in review in her stories. No, did you miss this part? She did the year in review in her stories, which a lot of people did. And like she put like December, you know, whatever. And uh, in December, she put a picture of her. She spoke about Lyme disease. She was like, oh, I got Lyme disease and I ate better and and I'm glad to have discovered like health important, whatever. And then she put like a cucumber at the end. And then I was like, oh, my God, I screenshot it. Wait, deleted, deleted, deleted because of the cucumber, because the cucumber. I wait. But then I was like, no, what? She's disappointing me. Like she deleted that, too. But then she she so she's obviously like conflicted about it and kind of yeah. overthinking this because the next moment she put up a story of just a cucumber emoji like on a blank screen. So obviously she's she is thinking about it. Stars are just like us. They, <laughs> you know, they overthink right. and she's trying to like figure out how to navigate navigate this thing. Well, I do think it's a you know, I, I think we're at a place now, you know, the crazy thing is that we are still talking about this. And this was like, I mean, we work in like 24 hour news cycles, like something that I care about. And I do like a story on at 11am Pacific time is gone by 11am the next day. Here we are, you know, a week after this, and like, we're still talking about this nonstop. And I think it's because 
people really, I think there's people that feel incredibly passionate about how fraudulent she was and the impact of those deceptions and those lies and how it impacts immigrants and, 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 and people of color and anyone who's ever experienced any kind of racism based on their accent or where they come from. And then you have people that are just finding the story going, wait, but I don't understand it. It's like, it doesn't offend me that she spoke with a fake accent. You know, it doesn't offend me that she loves another country. So I think that's why we're still talking about it because you have two camps and they're slowly starting to understand each other, which is why I'm so grateful to like be on this podcast with you. Thank you. And I do want to say what you said is probably what people are around her telling her like, it'll go, it, it's like 24 hours. <laughs> I know it's been 18 days. Just wait two more, just wait two more, oh two more days. And I promise no one will talk about this. wild you guys. And, and it seriously usually is like that. It's like a story begins, a story ends. And with her, it's never ending. But I will say, you know, I'm not, it's, it's crazy how scandals work. Like her follower count went up, obviously. Of course. So at the end of the day, you know, I remember when Stassi and Kristen on Vanderpump Rules were quote unquote canceled and fired, you know, and, and Stassi was getting so much hate and, and people were being very, very like nasty on social media about her. And then I was like, her follower account didn't go down by one person. You know what I mean? So it's like, People love the filth and love the Not that I, w- I wouldn't want followers like that, right? I wouldn't want to be hate followed or people that are sticking yeah, around to, to and maybe she wouldn't want that either. But we don't need to worry about those people because, you know, at the end of the day, they'll be fine. But right. like I said, I really, really want to hear the side, even hearing you say it rather than getting DMs about the way you presented it just now and how it impacts people. I really want to understand better because at first it pissed me off. I was like, why are we making this about that? You know, it's not about like, let's not be offended about everything, especially because of the distinction, which I want you to start with that because before we started, you explained it to me because there is a distinction about, because a lot of people were like Latino and I got pissed about that because I was like, no, she's pretending to be from Spain, which is in Europe. Yeah. So tell us about that, Liliana. Okay, so, Latina so expert, the, Liliana. <laughs> Latina, self-appointed. Uh, I mean, kind of. I'm half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. I'm as Latina as they get. <laughs> so here's the thing. So when we're talking about Hilaria and Hillary, you know, Wait, oftentimes- Wait, is it Latina? See, now I'm confused. Puerto Rican and Mexican, is that Latina? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, isn't yeah, Latina bro, Latin America? Latin means from any- Latin country, right? So that could be Caribbean. It could be Central America. It can technically also be South America with the exception of Brazil because they don't speak Spanish. They speak Portuguese. So, so Latina or Latino or Latinx, which is how I like to be referred to, um, basically just means that you are from a country that represents Latin America. So South America, Central America, the Caribbean, And obviously Spain is not part of that. Spain is its own separate thing. It's in Europe, like you said. So when we're talking about Hillary and Hilaria, technically she did not represent to be Latina or Latinx. She represented herself as Spanish, which would make her Hispanic. Okay. Now the word Hispanic is like an older word that I think like my mom uses that. My dad uses that. The government uses that to identify Latinx people in the U.S. And Hispanic encompasses like people that speak Spanish, right? From all over the world. I don't particularly use the term Hispanic. I use Latinx, 
But when we're talking about Hilaria, to say that she's misrepresented herself as a Latina is actually not an accurate statement because she doesn't say she's Latina. She said she's Spanish, which would make her Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Now, all of that doesn't matter because she lied about everything. <laughs> So none of that matters. Okay, let's be very okay. clear. It doesn't matter because she's she's actually none she's of right. those things. Okay, she is a white girl from Boston. And let's be clear, there is nothing wrong with being a white girl from Boston. So I don't know why she thought there was, but there is nothing wrong. With that. I have many friends from Boston. They are white and they are wonderful. Okay, so, but the reason that Latin has been brought into it is because in the media space, there are very few spaces for Latinos. You have like Latina magazine, you have Ola, you used to have Glam Belleza Latina, but all of these magazines kind of operate under the Latin umbrella. You know, if the Hollywood reporter is doing a roundup of like 10 Latinas to watch, you're going to have Penelope Cruz, you're going to have Selma Hayek, you're going to have Gina Rodriguez, and you probably were going to have Hilaria Baldwin. And that is when her behavior becomes really problematic because you are talking about a group of people who already have such limited opportunity in mass media. There are so few of us on screen. It has become such a problem that like Mayor Garcetti in LA is like pushing for reform for that. Like there are coalitions of writers and directors and producers and actors literally telling the media world that like there is just not enough of us when we are the fastest growing group in America. So it's not representative of how powerful we are as consumers and how many of us actually live in the United States. So when we're so underrepresented in mainstream media, and then you have somebody who is actually not of that background and does not represent us as a people, taking up space and taking opportunity away from somebody who actually is Latina or Hispanic, it becomes a huge problem. That's the first issue that I had with it, because I'm thinking, gosh, I know of like uh, amazing Latin women and Hispanic women that could have been on the cover of Ola magazine or that could have been written up as like 10 influencers to watch. Here's this woman who is none of the things that this magazine represents and not correcting them and it taking the accolades. Like she's just taking, it's like, you're like a leech on us, you know? And that's why so many of my friends who are Latina or Hispanic are really angered by this because we fight so hard for opportunity and we fight so hard to take up space in a world that gives us so little that for her to come in and take that away from any of us or anybody out there who's more deserving is really hurtful and it's and it's wrong you know what i mean like you were saying like there's black white sometimes there's gray in this situation i'm sorry there's just no gray she she lied and she was fraudulent and she used those lies to advance herself within a culture that she doesn't represent and that has never like been a part of who she truly is. But isn't is. that wild, Liliana, that there is such a like something? It's crazy what's going on, because on one hand, you're saying there's a problem. There's not enough space for Latinas and Hispanics in, in the media and in general. But yet she thought it would be better to present herself yeah. as Spanish. And obviously, you guys. That's what it comes down to. She probably thought it looked more unique. It had more of a vibe. It sounds so crazy, but. It does. And I think that that is also a real, um, like real hot point for so many of us who are first generation, even second generation who come from families or who have with parents that have thick accents that represent the countries that we come from. 
most of the time in the United States, people with accents, like I'm going to use a personal example because I think it's the best way to kind of talk about something that really impacts you personally. My mom has a thick Mexican accent. She's always had it. She loves it. Um, I love the way my mom sounds just hearing her voice, like calms me instantly. Like when she calls me on the phone, like sometimes I like, if I'm having a bad day, like I'll just play her Aww. voicemail because there's something about her accent and, and the sound of her voice that just feels like home. Now, while it feels like home to me, it has made her feel so isolated in so many different scenarios, whether those are professional or personal. You know, and her and I had a really long conversation about this. And, you know, I went to a predominantly white school for lower school, middle school, and high school. It was a private school. And I probably went to the school with many women like Hilaria, right? Like upper middle class, wealthy, affluent, white men and women. And my mom used to say to me that the moms there would keep her out of like the PTA meetings and the lunch meetings. And she never felt comfortable going because she was one of the only women that mm. had an accent, right? So what happens is, here we are as a country and as media heralding this woman is like, oh, she's so exotic. Well, we thought, you know, because you found the accent on her exotic because of mm. her privilege. Her, she's mm. light skinned, right? She represents, a, she represents Spanish in a way that is acceptable to Americans and doesn't represent it in the way that most of us represent it, right? Like we, we're brown, you know, and Hilaria mm. is not. And we as Americans fetishize the idea of this like exotic Spanish woman, like with her Castellanas doing, you know, flamenco. And it's, it's crazy to me. And it, and it really signals the problem that we have, you know, like with accents, like as Americans, we like hold so many in high esteem. If you're Australian right. or South African, or if you're British, it's like, oh, you're smart. And, you know, and it's, it, it's amazing. But then you hear accents of real immigrants and, we use that to discriminate and withhold opportunities from people. So I think that was the part that I think people got so angry with saying, here we are as a country and it's so hypocritical of us, what we did with her. Right. You know, and that's also allows us to look at ourselves. And that's why I'm so happy for this conversation. Cause I think it makes us challenge like how we view other people with accents and how we are towards immigrants in this country, which are the foundation of this nation. And especially in a time in the year that we've gone through, it's really important that we look at that. And that's what happened with Laria. We decided to make her this like exotic Spanish, beautiful yoga teacher who had like grown up in Mallorca and like, you know, said for all of her Z's because she was so Española. Meanwhile, you have people like my mom who like couldn't get office jobs because they thought she wasn't smart because she spoke with an accent. And that's the issue. And, and, that, and, and that's the problem. And to me, that's what it really triggered inside me was how dare she, right? Like, how dare she do this? And it's just not okay. And, and that's when you start to cross over into the conversation that, you know, I've shared so publicly, which is, you know, there is a difference between me loving elements of another culture. I can love the food. I can love the language. I can love the architecture. I can love the fashion of any culture. I can appreciate that with all of my heart's desire. But to appropriate that culture, and use it for my own personal or professional advancement is not okay. That is cultural mm. appropriation, and that is never okay to do. And that is what happened with Hilaria Gate. 
Mm-hmm. You guys know, I tell you on my Instagram all about Woo More Play. I love them. I've told you about their quickies and their freshies. The freshies are their those all natural towelettes to make yourself feel clean after a workout, after sex, before in these little cute to go packets all natural. That's my most favorite thing about it. It Smells amazing. And you know that you could shove it up anywhere and it has no chemicals and it's not bad for you. And it's made of natural ingredients. I also told you about their quickies, which are their to go packets of their love oil, which is like a lube can also be a massage oil made also of natural ingredients like coconut oil, stevia, beeswax, amazingness, smells like a vanilla cupcake. You guys are obsessed with it already. What I wanted to tell you about now is their new product called Woo Vibes. It's a cute little vibrator, you guys. It's a clitoral vibrator, and it comes in a special travel case so you don't get caught like Luann at the airport with it vibrating in her suitcase or whatever. It's not that it's not like the girl from the bachelorette that came with that giant ass. No, it's not like that. It's sexy. It's chic. It's cute. It doesn't even look like one. I didn't know it was one when I arrived at my house. Okay. It's really, really a great product. It's made with premium silicone and designed for clitoral stimulation. Cause let's be honest, that's the best kind. And the love oil that you guys all know and love, they go amazing together and the freshies wipe on off later. There you have it. A perfect night in by yourself with your partner. To get 20% off, go to Woo More Play and use code NOTSKINNY for 20% off your order of the Woo Vibes. That's 20% off with code NOTSKINNY. Trust me, you guys, you're going to love it. Do you think she's intelligent enough or calculate was she intelligent calculate enough to put all that together be like i am white i like how i'm tr- I, I looking back at all the 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 clips and clips of alec i mean the question is did he know the answer is probably a million dollar you know what i mean because like does he not know that she has yeah. no real connection? Does your husband not know where you're from, where your family's from? And and so many interviews I watched and I was literally, this is why I couldn't stop. It's like another one, another one. My wife is from Spain. My wife is from Spain, imitating her like in a Spanish accent. Like, I don't say my husband's from Israel. My husband in every conversation, like I don't imitate his accent. He has an accent. I don't think I've imitated it once in my life. Like, I think my followers are like, what does he sound like? Like I never in my life imitated it. So I'm really wondering, I mean, there is that thing where like he wanted Selma Hayek and then uh, people are saying, and then she, people are going a little bit far thinking that she did it to get Alec kind of a thing. I I don't think she did. I I, I think in her head, she's like, I want to stand out in like the yoga space. And I read some comment that said that at that point in time in New York, like, you know, yoga was like the big thing and that you know, it wasn't uncommon for instructors to find a way to stand out from the masses, you know, like, and I think she thought that would be a good idea. And by the way, it sounds like she did spend a lot of time in Spain. I'm not saying that she didn't spend time in Spain. Like that is probably true. And she does speak Spanish like somebody who is from Spain. I've heard her do a Spanish interview and she has a beautiful accent. To me, it's exaggerated. And she sounds like someone who has studied it a lot. But that's a wonderful thing. Like, if you're bilingual and you can speak a second, third language, right. like, that's a wonderful thing. So she has spent time in Spain. And she thought, I love it. 
you know, I, I speak the language, like maybe I'll just incorporate a little bit of that into my Hilaria yoga brand. And she did. Mm -hmm. And then maybe she got too far and, you know, she couldn't take it back. And maybe she met Alec and, and had spun a story about who she was and what she did, which I'm sure she did. But at some point she did have to come clean. I just don't think that he's now finding out. I, I think he probably thought, wow, we're really deep. Let's try to just like not talk about it anymore. Because like you said, I mean, he couldn't even get the city right where his wife was from. In one interview, right. he says she's from Murcia, which is in the south of Spain. And then he says she's from Mallorca. It's not even on the same island. I mean, Spain is, is large. Spain, Spain is a really big country. That's like, if I asked my husband where I'm from and he's like, oh, I think you're from El Paso. Yeah. I'd be like, are you crazy? You, I divorce him if he Texas. doesn't remember like, where I'm from. Yeah. How do you not know that? So I think he knew something. I don't think he knew everything in the beginning. We don't know when in the relationship he, you know, in the relationship he found out. But I just don't think Alec would go on all of these shows and do all of these press conferences and just lie. She might have, it might have really, like you said, snowballed. And because what's so crazy is that I think she tried to not lie in all of the places because I made fun of this. I, I on one of the Hilaria posts, somebody commented my new answer to everything in 2021 is going to be my family lives in Spain. Yes. So you can't say she never said I was born in España. She says my family lives in Spain, which means nothing. I mean, my family could live in. I know in the New York Times article, she said, you know, that's what I call home. If my family lived in China, I'd call China home, which like, mm, would you though? <laughs> and would you pretend to be Chinese? That's what I've been doing. I've been having this fun exercise where like I swap out for yeah. like a different culture. And I'm like, would y'all be having so many questions if she had pretended yeah. to be from China? You'd be like, this woman is batshit crazy. Is what you guys I would mean, be saying. It's just, but do you think that because the way you were telling the story with the yoga and whatever, that kind of made sense to me. Like, could it be that she was like, you know, one day mm -hmm. she put on some like Spanish music or what she thought was Spanish music, but was actually like, I don't know what Portuguese. And, and then the next day, and she was like, mm, I mean, it's just like, and, and one thing snowballed and then she couldn't take it back. And then she kept, I mean, the, the interview with her mom, her mom is so white. I mean, again, that's what I was going to say. Girl, like her parents, white. I'm sorry, like, I'm white. Right. But her parents are so white. And I know you're I've been to Barcelona. I know they're white AF there. A lot of a lot of them, too. And European yes. can be blonde and can be whatever. But her parents are like very Anglo-Saxon, like like she's not, she's not at all who she says she is. And Mallorca, uh, is a very touristy place. I mean, most of the people there like have vacation homes and it's a very small Island. So, yeah. you know, I have flashes Liliana of like, I just have flashes of her in that, in that interview, that podcast she did, uh, with Kat and Nat. Yeah. I mean, and, and like you said, you know, she, she really does choose her words carefully. It's like when people asked her, like when she came, you know, to the United States or when she, when she moved from where, you know, she always says like, oh yes, like I came to right. New York when I was 19. Okay. Well, I came to Washington DC when I was 18 from Fort Worth. So that is, you know, very like, calculated. I went to college there. Like we all 
come from somewhere right. before we get to our destination. But for her to say, but she came from Boston. She didn't come from Murcia or from Mallorca. She- but she's trying to make it sound. That's a that's the thing. When I tried to find ways to play the devil's advocate and see if there's anything there, you can't because she is 100% trying to make it seem without, which is even crazier to try to not be caught in saying the lie is even more like advanced than it's like a crazy masterminded scheme. That's what's so crazy about it. Yeah. And like, I always say this, like we've all been guilty of like embellishing something on a resume or like misrepresenting something bad. It's like, I wore hair extensions the night I met my husband. That's not my hair. You know what I mean? But like my hair extension lie isn't like hurting my husband. It's not hurting like an entire culture of people. It's not hurting anyone. Like, was he sad when I took them out? Probably because he's like, oh, her hair is not as long as I thought. But like, those are small embellishments that we all make in life. You know, like, I think I probably lied about how proficient I was at Excel on a resume and got a job off of it. Okay, it's fine. I figured it out. Yeah. But what she's done is like embellish an entire identity for over a decade. And the fact that like, how do we not wake up to this earlier? I'm actually like starting to get angry at myself. Because you like- know, you made a very, very good point, which I think is so true. That that we started, no- the people that didn't follow her started noticing because of Amy Schumer. But there were 100,000 people following her. So where were those people not I- paying attention? Because I, again, I have flash. I go to sleep and all of a sudden I have flashes. I have them at Mallorca. And then I have the like, <laughs> One of her extra interview, one of her morning show interviews, and she's like, married life is really, really like it was like so. Cr- I'm sorry for offending anybody with my horrible imitation of her. No, I like it. I like it. Do you have that image in your mind of like the married life? Like, do you yeah. have that? And like, what's so crazy to me is like, okay, so like English is my second language. And <laughs> you're good. You know, when like, I don't have an accent. So I'm like, I didn't speak English till I was five. You know, and so, and I have a lot of friends, same, like came to the United States from different places, like didn't speak a lick of English till they were 10 or 11. And like, they don't have a trace of an accent. So like, how does this woman have an accent? Like, it's so. Do you think though that I'm again, playing devil's advocate in this new world where people can change their names, where we're giving freedom to so many things as we should, and everyone can do whatever the fuck they want. Can she do whatever the fuck she wants? And is it okay for her to say, I'm, I want to, I feel so connected to the culture and the language that I want to be Spanish. So I'm, you know, implementing that in my life. Um, no, she can't (laughs) do that. (laughs) Plain and simple. I'm going back to, there is no gray area. Mm -hmm. No, you can, you, you, you can share all about another culture. You can, again, incorporate it into your life. You can, you can choose to teach your children the beauty of another culture through language and food and experience. And like I said, from the beginning, like that to me is a beautiful thing from somebody that grew up very Mexican, very Puerto Rican, but also very American. What makes me unique is that my family was able to show me the beauty of all three of those cultures, right? As I was growing up. And that is important for us. And I think it's important for us as a country to to do that, whether or not like I'm not Israeli and I'm not Jewish, but like, I think there's so many beautiful things about that, that I want to teach my kids. Like I want my kids to be global citizens. I think that's something that we all want. And so nobody's hating on her for that. What's happening is that she has 
profited off another culture that she does not belong to. Yeah. And no, that is never okay. Never. Okay. How was she? Do you think because her video is again, those IGTV seven minutes. She loves she loves that. I mean, I watched them. We got she did say I'm a white girl from Boston, but she didn't explain. OK, but hold on. Rewind. Yeah. Why did she say she was a white girl? Did she volunteer that information or did she feel like she had been caught? So she had to. Offer oh, 100 percent. She had to. But she also didn't explain to us then. Why were you doing all of this? If you're a white girl from she's saying, I never said I was, you know, uh, uh, I, I what did she even say? She was like, I'm, I remember the white girl from Boston. I remember her trying to say, you know, I when you're young, said, I never I'm born in Spain. I think she said she wasn't born in Spain. She said, I never said I was born in Spain. I said, you know, my family lives in she goes always back to like, I spent so many years in Spain, so much of my childhood back and forth between Boston and Spain. she just she rambles. You know what I mean? And if you know, if you don't have the patience to like watch her now 18 minutes of IG stories, by the way, she did the same thing in the New York Times article, which we have not talked about yet, because that for me was like, oh, no. Now I'm done. Like now, like, again, I was like, I was like, okay, maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's an explanation. People get nervous in videos. Like, but to sit down with a journalist from the New York Times to make your husband call in a favor for you to get a sit down interview in the Times and then show zero accountability in said interview, provide no documentation, no proof and no actual facts. No answers. Zero answers. Like. Somebody said it on Instagram best. They said that is white privilege in print. And that is what the New York Times interview was. Nobody that's not her could have gotten that sit down with Kate and not only gotten the sit down, but not been pushed. And I actually, to be totally honest, was a little bit disappointed that the New York Times even published that because there were no answers. There was no information. There was no education. There was no fact finding. And- well, I think Liliana, she didn't get I actually um, felt very, very blessed. Hashtag blessed to not only be alive during this time, <laughs> but also I got an email from Katie <gasps> Rosman. I almost fainted. It was like, I'd like to talk to you. Well, it was before I knew Hilaria was being interviewed. She was like, I'm doing a story about Hilaria. Like, I would love to speak with you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You're a and again, you were going to be a source for the New York Times. I was going to be considered the source. I was going to consider be considered the source. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And of course, I made sure to tell. I was like, listen, I didn't uncover any information. I, I just am commentating on it. Uh, she's like, no, I know. Like, uh, whatever. So then I talked to her the next day. She was lovely, lovely. She didn't end up using me because I probably was just like talking about it. You know, I don't you know, because I think at the end of the day, she wanted to get my perspective as like why, I guess it caught us so, you know, hard on, on like in the, in everyone was hooked on this story. Nobody knew who she was, whatever, but she was lovely. And I spoke to her and, and from what I can say is like, she tried, she tried to, to get, she told me she did, you know, she did off record and on the record and, and off the record, she was a little bit better, but on the record, she wasn't giving her a lot. So I know she really, really tried and, I, I know she really, really tried. And it is crazy. If you're going to agree, uh, both ends are going to agree to do this sit down interview. But it says nothing. It literally says nothing. I mean, I think she said, 
I think Katie said her words were that she declined to explain in detail. And and, and my I actually I, I Instagram I DM'd her or no, I actually posted it on Instagram and I said, Well, how convenient for Hillary to decline the details when all she does is overshare the details of her life. Mishmash, how do you say? Mish, how do you say mish, mishmash in in English? Como se dice mishmash? Um, but you know, it's like it's just so convenient, and it's like it's baffling to me that she actually had the opportunity to clear Complain. this up. You know, like she had it. Like she had the audience. She didn't just have like us on Instagram and Twitter. You know, like the Lenny Briscoes of the world who've been following this story. You know, she had my mom's attention. She had my dad's attention. Like she had my in-laws. You know, because it so was right. the New York Times. She had the opportunity. And again, the privilege to clear this up and give us real information and let us all say, oh, okay, all right, I understand her. She made a mistake and she's holding herself. Do you think, Liliana, that we would forgive her? Okay. Um, If she said in the New York Times article, you guys, I fucked up. I went with this thing. I thought I would be a unique Spanish teacher. I wanted to stand out. It went too far. I got caught and I'm really sorry. I don't, I mean, yes, I probably would be, I mean, I think I would think that I would never support or endorse something that she's behind and that would be my decision. But I think for the most part, we as a society, especially when it comes to like our entertainment and public figures, like we love someone to step in and take accountability and like mea culpa the whole thing and then go away for like a few months. Don't talk, don't do anything, don't post we forget about it and we move on. Like we do generally have short-term memory about these types of scandals. So yeah, I, I think so. I think what's what's so shocking and alarming about her behavior in all of this is that she has zero accountability for any of it. And that, now I'm like, is something like- Wrong with her? Mm-hmm, like is something wrong with her? Or it, does she really believe that she has not- advance this narrative, which is all lies. Does she really believe that she didn't have a role in that? I mean, she says, she says, she goes, this is not something I'm doing wrong. Like she has, she believes that. So that's why she's giving no answers in the New York times. So when is she going to get there? And here's my, this is the part that totally gets me. Where's the family? Where are the friends that are coming out to support her and say, Hey, I lived next door to Hillary in Mallorca when she was going to elementary school here. Like, give the, even if you gave the interview in Spanish to a local Spanish newspaper, we find it. Daily Mail, they're all over that shit. So, like, where's that person? Like, where's the teacher? Where's the babysitter? Where, 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 where's the fam? Where's the mom? Like, if, if the internet were coming after me for saying that I was, you know, like from, you know, Argentina. you know, and like my mom would step up and defend me. Like that's my mom, you know, or my, or my sister or my brother or like a second cousin. The only thing we've heard from the second cousin is that she grew up in Boston and she's white, which we already know to be true. So she doesn't have anyone in her corner defending her. Where is she getting the audacity and the balls to still not apologize and not take ownership for her lies. Oh my God, Liliana, you're so right. Like what is going on? What is, no, you're so right. Because the New York Times, I mean, it's wild that the, because I was on the side of like, I, I did speak to Katie. I knew already that it was going to be 
that she didn't get a lot of answers. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, you spoke to her before you, I, I was like, I felt like I'm part of something. And then she was like, I didn't really, I didn't really get much. Like I'm going to be working on this all day. Like I really tried. And then the article, like you said, like she asked her about the years. She said, it'll be maddening to maddening, maddening, fright. It'd be a fright. It'd be maddening to give the breakdown. And, you know, I, on, on, on Instagram, I said, like, I was born here seven. I moved to Israel. I came back at 14. I moved to, back to Israel when I was 22. I stayed there. I got married. I moved back here in 27. If you know the dates, you can say the fucking dates, yeah. even if they're it's annoying, not- even if it takes you 30 seconds, it's not a hard thing to say. And by the way, you're, you're, you're not like some like single mom who has five kids and is working two jobs to try to survive a pandemic. Like I get it. Like there's people that actually like, I have a friend who has three kids single, you know, like been unemployed for six months. Like she's got bigger shit to worry about. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's people actually that have like bigger things and more important things to do with their lives. You are married to Alec Baldwin. Like you have an entire staff. If I'm Hillary and I'm trying to prove all of you motherfuckers wrong, I am hiring a forensic science team (laughs) to piece together (laughs) plane tickets, passport stamps, like Girl, I am going like deep CSI. I'm going to have fingerprints. Like, uh uh-uh. I am leaving no stone unturned to prove all y'all wrong. Why isn't that happening? Oh, my God. So what do you see happening, Liliana? How do you see, do you think quietness and then back to normal without an accent? Or do you see a PR (laughs) apology? Like, what do you see? Well, selfishly, I hope that we do an E! True Hollywood story on this and I get to host it both in English and in Espanol. Yes. But what do I see happening? I mean, I think she'll stay quiet for a while. Um, You know, she got a little lucky. I mean, it's funny. It depends on who you ask, I guess. Like, not so lucky that this happened between, you know, Christmas and New Year's because we're all bored out of our minds and looking for something to, like, deep dive into. Um, I think she should stay quiet. I think she should hire a crisis PR team. And I mean, like a top notch one, not one that is going to do what she says, one that will tell her what to Mm. do to get herself out of this mess. And I really hope that for her, she takes some time to understand the impact of why this has hurt so many people and why people are actually angry about it. And that she puts that empathy and that impact to work in a really positive way. You've spent the last decade taking space away from Hispanic men and women and Latinx men and women who deserve opportunities that you've gotten. So why not spin that around and create a space for opportunities that do benefit people that actually represent that culture and that identity? Liliana, thank you so much for coming on. You've enlightened me. And and on a serious note, I am really glad to have understood it better than just, like you said, what do you call it? Like Twitter what did you what's the word you used? You called it like Twitter noise or, you know, when you see those things and people were like scream. Oh, I think I call it like a Twitter mob. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved getting your perspective and, and understanding it. And and thank you for coming on. And you're going to have to come back again and talk just about like things that happen in Hollywood. OK, uh, anytime. I have loved this. Like this has been like the highlight of my day and like I said, I am tuned into your stories. You literally put like the biggest smile on my face. I love like the mix of content. I love how you storytell and I love how honest and authentic you are. I mean, I think that's all we're looking for right now. Um, and it's been so much. I know. If I find out, I'm like, I'm I don't like, know. What am I? I mean, you could be anything. You <laughs> literally, you could I be could a be. carrot. Like you could be like, I'm a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because 
things have been weirder. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the hell knows what we are anymore? I mean, let's just all decide that in 2021, we're just going to be what we want. No explanation. Do you wish Hilaria a happy birthday? It's her birthday today. We did this podcast for her birthday. Feliz cumpleaños, mujer. la verdad. I just said, sending you all my love and truth. Oh my God. Happy birthday, Ilaria. Thank you, Liliana, again. Follow Liliana on Instagram, Liliana Vasquez. And it's her real name. Okay, I've checked. I fact-checked. It's got two Zs in it, okay? Like, you don't get more Latinx than that. And two L's. And two L's. L's and two Zs. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. I really Thank you, babe. You too. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.